Hello and happy August, whatever we are. We are uh, in the later part of summer and enjoying the beautiful weather. I hope you all are too. Thanks for sticking with us. I know we've had a couple of weeks where we've kind of been in and out here. Um, Jeff and I are super excited about this podcast moving forward and the guests we have coming. And I know we say that all the time, but summer has just been um, a little wonkier than we had originally planned, but that's okay because that's life and uh, nothing bad, all good, just, um, just kind of rolling with the punches. So welcome to our show, Friends in Real Life, where we talk to Friends we are connected to on social media, but might not actually know that much about, or maybe we think we do, but have no idea. Um, so today you're going to hear from a good friend of mine named Sarah Harrison. She is an interior designer. She is a super mom and just such an awesome, fun person. We met a couple of years ago working on a project together, um, and we just instantly connected. Um, and as close as we've been professionally and, you know, been friends, um, there's so much more to her story that I didn't know, as you'll hear. I really encourage you to stick through to the end of this episode where you'll hear um, just some really awesome notes about Sarah's life and her family and uh, talk about inspiration. Truly, she is one of a kind. Um, enjoy listening to her and please check out her work. She is such a rock star. Uh, so thankful to call her friend and happy to get to know her even more. I'm sure you'll feel the same way. Enjoy. like something pretty awesome happened just this week. Yeah. Or you found out about. <laughs> we week. found out like just today. Uh, yeah. Well, What's happening? Oh yeah. Well, thank you for bringing it up. Um, I <laughs> have a feature in architectural digest and it features wow. my, my business and it's, it's it being featured within the upstate New York market. Okay. It's not national, but uh, upstate New York market, um, but still, it's, I'm pretty happy with that because I've only been doing this for about a year and a half. So it's like um, doing interior design for about a year and a half. So it feels mm -hmm. like a like holy pinch me moment, you know, mm -hmm. um, to have that feature. Um, I actually have, I, I know what the article in the layout and everything's going to look like. I just haven't seen it in print yet. I just got the word. Someone's like, I got it. And I was like, really? I thought I would get some of my copies before, but that's cool. Like, I guess I get them <laughs> months when they don't sell. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um, You'll get them. Yeah, I'll get them. So I'm looking forward to that, uh, looking at that tomorrow and um, sharing it with, you know, my family and everyone who has supported me through this, like, new business venture of mine in the last year and a half. So yeah um, it's super that's cool amazing. Sarah. and yeah i mean and i i had the very like great honor and privilege of 
taking um, the photos for that spread and working with Sarah because I've done some projects with her. And I just have to say, I mean, when you, I always, and I know this because I've been working with you since very early on, but when you say, oh, I've only been doing this a year and a half, like every time you say something like that, my mind is blown because Jeff, her work is if you everybody has to follow her on Instagram. It's Homestyle by Harrison, right? That's the is that your That's handle? It's just Homestyle by Harrison. Mm -hmm. Um, freaking fantastic! Like the Thank stuff you. this woman comes up with, and the like, the fab layouts, and the design, and the colors, and like Sarah. I mean, you you have a gift, but you've only been doing it for a year and a half. So how did that happen? What were you doing before? Like, tell us well, all the things because yeah, I'm fascinated. Totally. Thank you so much for being so sweet and your kind words. Um, it's still very humbling. And it's like, oh, to be honest, this is something I wanted to do since I was probably a teenager. I think when I, when I was really little, I wanted to be in a fashion designer or something, you know, but I, I always wanted to be a designer of some magnitude um, since I was little. And like throughout, as you like go through school and college and, um, but in high school, it was, I, I thought this is an avenue I wanted to go into and pursue for college. And um, I had one art teacher, I won't say her name. No, she say it. Say it. Well, she's dead now but um, <laughs> oh gosh never mind sorry <laughs> she was um she just didn't like me she had my brother as a student and my brother wasn't the best student and best behaved kid and so even though he was five grades ahead of me when i came around she would just hated me like and when um in fairport you can get nominated for an artist in residence program and that helps build your college portfolio of art and she didn't nominate me and i was i'm not a tragic artist i was never tragic it was i do decent work i will honestly say that like <laughs> no reason to not nominate me besides like she just um hated my brother from five years ago <laughs> so i just was like well, well screw her i'll find another path and I, I was like, maybe I, maybe I don't do design. And I just kind of pivoted and um, went to college and did graduated and worked in marketing, large scale events and event planning. And then that eventually led into like event fundraising and stuff like that. So I had this like career. Hold on, I'm going to pivot for a second. I've done a lot of different things. And um, like after college, I went and I did the Olympic torch relay for um, the 2002 Salt Lake Olympics. And I went nationwide and did 47 states with the Olympic torch all over, then worked the Olympics and the special projects. And um, so cool. Worked with a lot of VIP at the Olympics. It was wonderful. I was blessed to be like 23 and like doing something like that and traveling. And then I continued to travel and I worked on concert tours. Um, other national tours, just just stuff where I could do like a marketing event aspect of it. Like I lived on a tour bus for about five months, you know, and wow. uh, I mean, it was great, but it wasn't great. Let's just sure. put it that way. Yeah, yeah. It always sounds more fun than it actually yeah. is. It sounds fun <laughs> and sexy. It's not at all. Um, but then after all that, and I even became us, like I, 
I became expert trained in cigar manufacturing down the line too. Wait. Yeah, I don't what? I don't have really told this one. This was like so I worked for a couple <laughs> I worked for a company called General Cigar, and they're <laughs> leading cigar manufacturer in the world. And um, they sent sent me and a few other um, counterparts to like go get training in Honduras and the Dominican Republic, and oh my be gosh. from yeah. So they expert trained me in, in like the manufacturing of it, from like the tobacco leaf to how you roll the cigar, all the way through. So then I would go to cigar shops and do this whole little like talk, talk to, they called me an ambassador. Um, talk to the like- That's Very official. Ambassador, there's posters with my face on it. Like she's coming and it's like a poster. Oh my uh, God. My face on it, there's postcards, all sorts of shit. For sorry. cigars? No, you can, you're fine. Yeah, so it's there was fine. all sorts of stuff. And yeah, for cigars, because I mean, it's a big, big brand, like Macanudo, Partagas, mm -hmm. Punch. La Gloria Cubana. Um, so yeah, we they trained us in all those brands and um the art of the manufacturing, like the leaf, like the different the different um mixtures of the leaf and why this one's gonna be bold, what makes it a Maduro, what makes it a light, where the wrapper is made from, all that stuff. So wow. yes, this is crazy amount of like knowledge that I have that is like going to <laughs> right now, but like once you get me started on it, like all comes back again. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I did that until I got married. And then um, my region was the Northeast and I married a guy in the army and we moved to Hawaii like four days after we got married. Oh my so gosh. I don't do that job anymore. So I'm kind of a fly by the seat of my pants girl. And it's like, I white knock a life and that's just what I do. And um, yeah. <laughs> It's so it's what were you right. doing right? Like what 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 was the turning point that you were like, okay, I'm gonna go full blast with my own interior design business and like recruit or not recruit, but you know, like really go after local um business and yeah. now to the point where you're doing local businesses. Yeah. Right? I mean so, that's a big jump. Yeah. So I think it was just like a come to Jesus moment. I have had a lot of like you know, we've gone through a lot of stuff and like, it just kind of, I'm, I'm more mature. Like I'm in my forties now and it's like, Oh, well, it was just time to make the leap. I felt it in me. Um, and I think just having like overcoming certain struggles, like you just feel like, okay, if I can overcome that. Then like, I don't know what I'm waiting for. Um, so I just kind of decided to take the leap. It was in mid COVID. Um, you know, and I just felt like this is the time, like everyone's home. People want to make these changes. Like this is the time to just go for it. And I just yeah. felt it. I think like the feeling started like a couple months prior to me, like quitting my current job at that point. And then, and I, and I started like, what would my name be called? Like, what would I call my company? What would I, how am I going to make money? How do I even do this? And, um, I just, I mean, I'm still learning. Like there's still something to learn every day, but um, I just went for it and I went all in, which I think makes the difference. Like to try something part-time is one thing, but to like literally go for broke and go all in is for me, it was the ultimate risk and you have nothing to do but tread water and, and make it work. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and I'm just really fortunate to have a lot of um, 
great people surrounding me and supporting me and that were willing to hire me from the day one. Yeah. Uh, I, I got really lucky. And then again, it's just, it's luck or it's, I don't know. It's if you know me, you know, like I've always kind of been a stylist anyway. Oh, another job I had, I was a stylist for Stitch Fix. So I love dressing women, men, children, anything. I love doing that, but I really, I'd always wanted to do the home and what makes it personal and cozy for that person. Um, I'm not super fancy. I mean, I can be if you want, but um, my own life. I think I'm you not... can definitely be fancy. Yeah, I can definitely. Be fancy. <laughs> but um, I think for the most part, I'm just, I want to be comfortable with my designs and I want my spaces to have a vibe of somewhere like I'd want to be and I'd yeah. want to hang out in. And so. Do the... you find, Sarah, can I, can I interject? Um, yeah. Do you, do you find that um, sometimes what you would feel comfortable in is not what your client might feel comfortable in? So you might say like, oh, I love this. And they're like, uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So how do, how do you do, how do you kind of get with that? There's a lot of different, um, I'm pretty honest. And I'm like, no, oh, I wouldn't pick that. You know, like, hmm. <laughs> and like, you know, <laughs> like, yes. I you know, it's not like you say like wrong. That's terrible. You would never say that. But it's right, like, oh, right. Okay. It's like, no, I, but 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 what's interesting is like you make some really bold choices in your design, right? And so, which I love and I admire and actually have some jealousy over because even in doing my own things that I've I've talked to you closely about, like there's stuff that I'm like I love that, but they're bold, very trendy choices that I'm like, but if I hate it in two years, what the am I going to do? So how do you convince people to just like go for it? I don't know. I think it's, it starts with the relationship that I build with my clients. Yeah. Number one is just like the relationship that we have. I'm a pretty open book. I'm, you know, I, I like to think I'm very easy to get along with and I'm fun to be around. So mm -hmm. I think number one is like, if I can have the trust, it's like, well, you hired me for a reason, mm -hmm. you know, and like, what is it that you're loving right now? Is there anything that I've done that you really like? What is it that like, what turns you on as far as design? Um, give me something that's a vibe. It doesn't have to be a room. Just give me something to jump off of. Yeah. And so I think I'm a pretty good read of like people and their personal style um, and where they want it to go. So, and it's just asking the questions and filling them out. Um, and I've become more comfortable saying, that I dislike something that somebody yeah. might throw my way. I'm more comfortable saying it. And also because it's just like, hey, you hired me for a reason. And this is what, you know, like trust me to do my job. Work. Yeah. You know, so um no, it's just like creating that trust base with your client and that, you know, and I also think like my work shows for it too. Like they're not they're calling me because they love that bold choice I made. Right. You know, that they want something like that in their home and katie don't sell yourself short you are a great designer in your own right like your oh, space is you. away. i love that well you're very kind but you i'm always like do sarah help me give yourself more credit i don't even know why i'm helping you i think you got it girl you got this well, a lot of the people i work with have it like they just don't trust themselves and that's fine and it's like we all need that person to hold our hands well yeah and i think that that transcends design like jeff you you might not be like super into interior design maybe you are your cabin looks lovely thank looks you right now thank yeah. you so much um but i think that you know 
look at, I, I say this all the time about photography when people are like, how did you build your business so quickly over, you know, from starting from nothing? And I'm like, it's about relationship. It has nothing. Look, at, it does have something to do with the finished product, right? If I was putting out garbage, people sure. wouldn't hire me. But more, more than anything, um, I think, especially when I'm working with a family and Sarah, when you're working with you know, a mom or a single woman or a business or a bar or a, a, a med whatever, right? Like whatever the case may be, if you know how to talk to people, if you can be kind and honest, yeah. look at honesty doesn't always have to be full of BS, right? Yeah. I think people confuse the two, but if you can be kind and honest and just you are so super cool and fun like that's people gravitate toward that and i think that transcends any industry thank you yeah i think like just i i always try to find my common ground with anybody that i'm talking to yeah. you know and it's also just it's just reading that person and i think like yes it is kind of a superpower i'm not gonna lie like i i know I have this way with people like I just do. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, like I might as well, like, let make it work for my business, you know? Um, cause I love being around people. I feed off of everyone's energy and, um, I just, I know today I went to like four different job sites. Like it was just, boop, 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 boop. and I literally had these moments in my car and I'm just all like, you know, I'm just driving around town, but I'm like, you know what, this is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. And I, I think because like there's a I'm I'm content and um and I think that learning every day is sexy because every day I learn something I didn't know. And mm -hmm. um, especially when you're on a job site, like, you know, I've learned more about plumbing than I ever thought I would. And yeah. <laughs> learned more about like junction boxes and electricity more than I ever thought I would. And um I think even when I started this business, I was like, oh, I don't want to I, I just want to do furnishings and finishes. Like, I don't know if I want to knock down walls and do all that stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, like depends then, on the space. Yeah. Right. And you kind of find yourself like, okay, I think we're going to knock down walls and I think we're going to create a new layout. And, um, and the other thing that is what I love about, about it is that every single project is completely different from the next. Like there, you can't put any two in the same box or category. Everybody, everybody's, job everything i offer to everyone is truly custom to them mm -hmm. and so i want them to come down the stairs or turn the corner in the morning and be like oh my god i freaking live here this looks so great yeah Which does every day because her house is so gorgeous but like i would say like i want that's what i want them to feel and i want them to feel like oh my god like this is my castle <laughs> you know so yeah, love where you live man and you'll really like it'll blow your mind about like how much more happiness that you have because everywhere you turn you might have like eye candy of something that just like marie kondo sparks joy like something yeah, that's right. joy. but like it's that term does work because i notice it in my own home like i really love that corner over there because of this or I love the way that this feels, you know, or I love how shiny something is. So just yeah. little things, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, that's that's amazing. So outside of outside of your work, you have a family. I have a family. How old are your kids now? Seen behind me. Um, yeah. my son Eli is thirteen, and my son Jack is eleven. 
Okay, same exact as my kids. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. This is a fun age, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I feel like we just got through a little of the preteen angst with Eli, and we're like hitting it with Jack. I'm like, God, there's yeah. no rest. There's none. Um, <laughs> like, do I be scared? Is this going to hold on for four years, or is it going to clear up in a year? What is mm -hmm. happening? So, how does that? How does like your work home life? what is that balance like or is there a balance do you need more balance what do you how do you do how do you okay, run this very successful business and then Katie, Katie, you tell me if there's a balance uh -huh. what is the secret like i have <laughs> no clue like i'm falling off the beam every day girl so I yeah 100 percent. i was just at this um little meeting i have with other designers in the area and we did this we did this thing where you ask a question and it could be design related or not and like, then we have to go around and answer it. And she was like, what do you all do for dinner at night? <laughs> and we all were like, we're not cooking. Like it is so <laughs> hard. I think part of like being a designer and owning like today, jumping to like four different jobs, job sites, like there's a lot of decisions. And when I get home, like, I just can't decide. Yeah. Like, um, like chicken or, nuggets or pizza bagels. Yeah, like, that's what you're getting. <laughs> like, pull it out of the freezer. That's it. Yeah, like, I, yeah. it's so hard. There is the, the balance. Like, I want. I don't know if it does it exist. Like, maybe, but like, I don't know. Like, yeah, no, I haven't found it. Mm -mm. I, it it's it's hard, and and when you're an entrepreneur and when you're running your own business. Look at there's something to be said for a nine to five, right? I mean, it's hard to do, but and and I I give people that are able and and have those opportunities like so much credit. What I don't, what I haven't figured out is then people in our position that are running your own business, like how do you turn it off? I know, right? Like I, it is, it yeah. is. What what are the what are the working hours? What are the non-working? It all bleeds together, and that's really difficult. You know what? Yeah. You know what? If I can, if I can jump in for a second, I think that's true, right? What you're saying is true. But with the pandemic, I think a lot of jobs that were remote, it, they started to feel your pain. In like five o'clock is not really yeah. an off time anymore, and mm -hmm. that's you know, and then surprise, mental health issues started to rise mm -hmm. and. You know, people so felt true. challenged. Now a lot of things are back to normal, quote unquote. Um, but you know, there's still that like mirage of a, and I say five o'clock meaning the end of a day, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah typically, totally. but like, like you know, if people like Sarah, if people, if your clients um, email you at seven o'clock at night, do they expect you to get back to them at no. that time? No. No, okay. I think in the beginning I was like writing everybody back, and then it was like, oh my god, if I write them back, then I'm setting the precedent for them to right. write me. I had I did have somebody like who would only text me at nine thirty. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> you have to get to the point, and it'd be like nine thirty on a Friday only, and I'm like, okay, this is when she's winding down, and she's now thinking about all thinking this. through it. Yeah, these aren't my work hours, so like, yeah, I'll get back to you on Monday. You know, like there has to See, be something. See, but you know, that. that's that's so good. But where I struggle with that so much is I've I've always had I've always lacked boundaries. And where it's like if I get an email, I'm like answering it, right? Mm -hmm. 
So in the past year or so, especially because I was doing something else for a six month period um, while I was doing photography, I'm like, nope, I'm going to set those boundaries. I'm not going to answer yeah. if I'm laying in bed and watching TV or if it's not during my work day. And um, then I drop the ball on stuff. Oh, yeah. You know what I like then like... I miss it or I forget and people are like, oh, I never got that contract. I just think that's so unfair. But how do you do it? Like that's that's it's the thing. When I try to set boundaries, I drop balls. But it's just like really when the pandemic hit and everyone was working from home, how hard was it to like, okay, like leave your spare bedroom or your dining room table? Right. And then like, you didn't have that car ride home anymore where you can like decompress right. for 20 minutes. You know? Right. Totally. Yep. Where's that time where you can just let like my, something mindless, like just listen to the radio or just something and just get an autopilot yeah. and drive home. Like you like either walk down the stairs or around the corner to like, dinner. yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. whatever. And it was like, yeah. oh my God. you know, so yeah, it, it was a really difficult time. And I think, but like for me to like transition and like go into the, my, start my own business at that point was like, all right, well, at least it's on my own terms now. Like I don't have to log in right. time and log this many hours today. And yeah. that. So I think that was also what helped me take the leap too. It's like, I don't know if I would have like done the leap mm -hmm. or had the confidence to do it if we didn't go through that too. So it's just like, listen, I'm a total gratitude lover. Like very grateful for things because things happen and I learn from them and it's like, my life is better. Like there's just like gratitude out there. I'm all about yeah. it. Like, you know, um, no, that's amazing. So you just like, you know, you roll with the punches and even on the hard days, you're like, but I'm still grateful. And it gets, for me, I think that's kind of like where I, I ride on that. And it yeah. might be like toxic optimism. I don't know, but I no, I, I don't think there's such. Me. I don't think there's such a thing. I think, too. You know, it, we have this conversation with our kids all the time about. You know, we feel like they don't know what a real job looks like because my husband's in real estate, so he's home a lot and in and out and on calls all hours of the day. But he's like here, and same same with what I've done. And but I think that actually is the way the working world is for many people now and, and more and more. And so for our kids, you know, there's this conversation of, you know, where's the balance of, Hey, you just, you gotta go get a job. Like you gotta work. Right. So if you have to work and you can lo also love what you do, that's amazing. And that is, that's, that's awesome if that can happen. But then there's this balance of like, but if you love to make music and you're not going to, pay the bills make music as a hobby and just go get a job yeah and you know what i'm saying like there's this balance of like love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life which i think sarah and i don't mean to speak for you but i feel like that's what you're doing and that's like the ultimate goal for so many people but yeah. it is not always the thing no. and i think that's a really hard lesson to teach or to to share with people because it's not I always the right thing it's not always the right path and it's not the path for everybody, but I get turned on by creativity on the daily. I get to create something. And for me, that's mm -hmm. like, are you kidding me? Like I get to create something. No, it's different. amazing. It's great. Um, but the thing is like, as hard as my day is, or it's like, I learned a really hard lesson or whatever, you know, whatever the setback might be, I still like, 
there's still something very satisfying to being like, but this is all on my own terms and I'm building a business. Like yeah. I, I'm a business owner, you know, like it's so great. It is so great. My father was an entrepreneur and started his business in our basement, grew it to 120 employees and um, ended up selling wow. it to the biggest competitor in his, in his market. Um, after, uh, 18 years I believe he'll kill me because I don't know the exact but like he did that like I watched him do that from the time I was five you know and I mean there's something said about it so I think to your point to you your kids Katie like they have a great example like of that work-life balance because you and Joe do it all the time you know you're always yeah. you're in it. no I appreciate that it's just it is it's it's an interesting thing because when when we were growing up I mean Jeff for all three of us and then most of our listeners people in Germany I don't know how it looks over there <laughs> our big our big listening population in Germany Thank Sarah, you. say hi uh, thanks for listening um you know it, I mean, when, we were, <laughs> when we were growing up it was like I watched my mom get ready every morning in her power yeah. suit and her heels and leave and take me to daycare or school and I was a latchkey kid and like my dad, the same thing. That is what it looked like. And it is so yeah. different now. I often think like, what in the hell is it going to look like for these kids? And it's exciting and scary at the same time. But I just always hope that I'm I'm giving I'm giving them a, some realism along with like, yeah, but also we're not just hanging out at home. We're working. And so, and look at your kids, I'm sure see you bust your butt, Sarah. I mean, there's not a second of the day that goes by. I'm sure that you're not, even when you're quote unquote off um, and you're no focused on your family, yeah. which you are, but you're always thinking and you're always doing and you're always creating and cause that's who you are and it bleeds through everything you do. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know, I'm rambling. It doesn't even make I sense love anymore, but, mm -hmm. but it's yeah, true. I, I just, well, like, I think, yeah, we were like instant friends. It was like boop, friends, like when we met and I feel like, yes, I'm going to, I'm like this girl, I love her work. It's fantastic. Like, yeah, I mean, sweet mutual mutual respect mutual love but like this is a journey and I hell oh, that word is like so bachelor-esque but um <laughs> it's a journey yeah the, I love it I'm I'm okay with a changing landscape I mean I do find myself now like getting older and being like why are things having to evolve so much you yeah. know like, there are times I'm like oh I can't back in the that. day yeah right? it's but, like <laughs> But you know, it is exciting. And um, what the workforce looks like. My, my husband just retired from 20 years in the army and wow. a 4.30 wake up every day. Here's the funny thing with that is, you know, I'm like, oh, my husband, you know, my husband is an army officer. They're like, oh, does he get up every morning and make the bed? I go, no, because I'm still in it. Like, no, he doesn't need to do that. I would be pissed if he did that. Like, no, like, <laughs> I lay in that bed for another two hours after he gets out. So um, it's just, it's a wild perspective because he just went from that pace of like every three years we do this, every three years we do that, boom, 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 boom. And then um, now he's got a job here locally, retired, he's here locally. He's loving life. He's in the office like two days a week. He's at home the other times, like, the flexibility of it is beautiful. Like, it's great. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't love it. And I would, I would like, God, I love two solid days a week to go somewhere and work 
for six straight yeah. hours. I am like jealous. Yeah. Does that? I'm like, oh. There yeah. is something to be said for that, I think. But you know, I listen. I, know, I, can't, I, I don't it, totally work at a coffee shop. I've been doing it the last couple of weeks because it's right near my commercial project. I'm mm-hmm. next door to a coffee shop. So I just work there and like get lunch and you know, they close at two or three and I'm done. <laughs> and I'm like, that was a good yeah. day. Like, you know, this is a good day. I literally sat for four hours straight, like which is rare. But I, I enjoyed that. I enjoy working from a coffee shop or like, yeah. I actually like some clients are like, do you just want to come work here today? And I'm like, sure. Like I haven't been known yeah. to like work at their countertop. Yeah. Um, you know, like it just feels good to go somewhere else, especially to a place that I designed. It feels really good to be like, yeah, that's so yeah. cool. I sit there. I'm like, oh, that looks great. You know, I find yeah, my, be so, there and enjoy your space. Enjoy yeah. the space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things, one of the things that I asked Katie about, you know, the photography business, and you with your business, um, it's it's kind of a generic question, but like, how did you? No matter what business you're doing, whether it's photography, whether it's you know interior design, whatever, you also had to learn how to run a business, right? How to invoice, how to schedule, how to whatever. How did you? Was it kind of like fly by night, like you just kind of figured out uh, as you went, or like you know? was did, yeah <laughs> i'm still figuring it out jeff like okay. i'm still figuring it all out i'm a one-man yeah. show so like i will literally wake up at 3 a.m and be like ah like it just hits me like out of nowhere usually in the middle of the night and then i'm like right okay i can go back to sleep it's good i figured it out it's just stuff that just comes to me in my sleep and then um no, it's a slow process. I mean, in the beginning, it was like, how do I do this? Like, how right. do I, how do I pay for things? How do I do it all? But it's like, you know, I listened to a podcast and that was really helpful and growing. <laughs> I assume are. I assume yeah, are. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this one has been instrumental in my success. Thank and you. Love you're it. welcome. We try. We work really yeah, hard. Yeah, I mean, it's been wonderful. Thank you. You guys are doing a great work. And, <laughs> um, definitely help put me on my path no i'm still (laughs) like i i'm still learning there's like again like i um not everything is perfect yet will it Mm -hmm. ever be i don't know but i'm also probably the one that's really judging myself from afar right so you we all have inside voices and outside voices and my inside can be like I'm a very positive person when you meet me, but my inside voice is like extremely negative and she's a total jerk. Like yeah. me. she's really mean. I get it. Right. So totally. it is, that inside voice is like, that's my, you know, those inner demons, right? It's just like, yeah. Man, totally. um, we're at like Katie, Mike just gave me like compliments and, and I'm just like, oh, uh, you know, Sarah, how is your business all put together? Like, it's really not. Like, I feel like things are crazy. <laughs> no, but it is a process, right? Like, my business has grown faster than I thought it would. And so I've had to learn and pivot and make changes faster than I ever thought I would. And so for uh, that regard, like, the pace I'm on right now is like, okay, is it always going to feel like this? Probably, you know, when you're a business mm-hmm. owner, probably this is just the place. Um, starting wanting to incorporate having an assistant or a project manager yeah. on, on my team. 
um, okay, like how do I figure out that? Like what, what is the financials on that? You know, right. So right. Now that's where I'm at. Like trying well, to, and that. when you've done everything, trying to justify a cost like that, it, mm -hmm. at, at least initially that's hard. Or I imagine, like, yeah. I've thought about that, too. Do I hire an assistant? Do I hire a second shooter? And I'm like, oh, but I've just been doing it on my own. Maybe I should just keep doing it. You know, it's yeah. it's a big jump. I really like right. the energy of other people. So yeah. working alone is very, it is satisfying in its own right. Um, and, you know, I've been teetering, like, how big do I want to grow this? And how many mouths do I want to worry about feeding? Or, you know, so that mm -hmm. is... How did my dad do that with 120 employees? I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. But he, he hustled just like I feel like I hustle. And it's like my kids will watch that. My husband's a like we just we work hard. And so yeah. um, I think my kids will learn how to do that from osmosis, like For in, sure. their, in their own yeah. way. But yeah, it's it's not easy. Like, okay, how do I grow this even bigger? Do I want to? You know, so right, right. right. All that, all of it. Yeah, well, that's, that's okay. a lot. So, so not not switching gears, but switching gears within the same topic. What, who, what is your biggest inspiration like right now? I mean, I'm sure in design you have some like you know people you admire their work in the past, but like right now, like what's your biggest? Where does your inspiration come from? Where it comes from, or who I love, like different. Well, both. Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's let's do both. Oh, I find the inspo every day. Like I find, like I am a color lover. So like my mom will tell you that when I was a toddler, I would tell her, I'm going to go outside and look at the colors. And I would literally like go outside and look at the colors. And like, I'm sit like, um, I'm a color lover. Like color gives me life. Like if someone asked me what my favorite color is, like just stuff like that gives me anxiety. Cause I'm like, I can't just pick one. You know, it's not yeah. like my kids are I was like, Red, I like red. I'm like, oh, I like all the shades of a geranium. Like I am so like yeah. dumb. But I, but I love the deep saturated colors and I love um I love things that are bolder and not as safe. So um I don't know. I think like I find that inspiration in color, like literally, it's like what's that from up? The, the dog sees a squirrel. It's like squirrel. Yeah. That's right, yeah. right. Like, wow. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm just all over yeah. the place. Um, but then I definitely have my designers that I just like crush on right now. Um, mm -hmm. And so a lot of them are from like, I do, I do love me um, East coast designers. I think just because of the age of the, the spaces have like the gorgeous moldings and the deep saturated mm -hmm. colors. And there's just more of a um, history to everything that I, mm -hmm. I love that there's a designer um, in Nashville called, Lauren Ashley Elder is her Instagram handle, and she mm -hmm. is like amazing. I love her. Um, it's just a little bit funkier, a lot of great color, great mixture of texture, um, a lot of velvets and stuff that I love too. Yeah. Um, and then she does a lot of blacks too, which I I love. Me a black wall. I really do. Like <laughs> oh. You know, like, there like some designers are like neutral, you know, neutral centric, and I'm like, oh. Give me the color. Give me all. Yeah, of yeah. Um, but just like where my inspo comes, it's like I don't know. I, you know, Instagram's been not so cool lately because everything's a reel, 
and I understand mm-hmm. the piece and whatever, but I want to like zoom in on a photo of a beautiful yeah. thing. I just want to like admire it for more than 15 seconds or at my own pace without the music or the thing. Telling right? me what to, yeah, um, right. Telling me what I need. I want to like zoom in and how they style that bookcase and like, what is that? Yeah. What is that color? You know, um, those are things like, you know, where, I guess I'm getting old. I'm like, I just want to look at pictures. Like, I just yeah. want to go back to that sometimes. I want the old Instagram. I want the old oh, Instagram. Funny. But it's okay. I'm trying to evolve. I made a reel today. So I'm like getting up there. Congrats. Yes, Jeff. Yes. Okay, yes. thank you. I have a question for you. Um, would you say it's more important? Well, like, because right now I'm designing a place, not designing a place. We're moving into, we're in a place. We're in a new place, right? And You're so one of the things I was- A lovely one, cabin. Thank you, thank you. Um, but one <laughs> of the things I was actually thinking about, this is actually really tiny, is like I started to put together what I'd like, and then I started to be like, well, that doesn't look, um, what's the word? What would be good, for, what would be considered aesthetically pleasing for the masses, right? I liked it. But it wouldn't be like if if a stranger came and they'd be like, oh, I don't, that doesn't really look good. I I I can t- I guess the question is, is it more important to to be comfortable in the space that you design, or should it be aesthetically pleasing in the? You know what I'm saying? Like like is it? Both. But like that's what, what I try to. Is, yeah. Why can it be both? Like that's what I yeah. try to do. Like. I never want the space to feel like you, you can't go sit down or, you know, live in it. We all have, I, you know, I do. families and pets and things like yeah. my couch. We have, my rescue dog is a couch surfer. He loves it so much. You know, it's like, ugh, okay, that's just life, right? It's yeah, life. Right. So, um, you know, it's just designing as far as it comes, like, again, that's where I come with like reading my clients and all that, like sure. what, what you like versus what the end product might be is like, yeah, we hope that there's, it's a collaboration of like all things that you like. Um, yeah. we, I don't like to be pigeonholed into like a, a style aesthetic, like, um, like just mid-century modern or just farmhouse or coastal or anything like that but 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 wait sarah but but with that do you have a favorite even though you're not pigeonholed even though you know how to do all of them do you have a favorite like yeah um yeah i just think yeah when it's not vanilla it's my favorite um and i don't do anything really vanilla well and i feel like i've seen enough of i've seen physically been in spaces you've created and I've seen so much of your work online. I think what I really love about you, Sarah, is you're not like, nope, I'm going to take my style and force it into every space. You really kind of let the space speak to you and what it needs. I I feel that. I don't know if that's you accurate. Know, you're a hundred percent right. Like it really is. I, it's even weird even saying this out loud, but it's like, yeah, I feel like sometimes it tells me what it needs. Like, it's so yeah. funny. Yeah. It's like a yeah. when you walk into the room. I get room. it. And um, no, or just even sometimes like, you don't have that jumping off point. But, like, you might be out and you might just, like, see a pattern or see something. You're like, that's it. Like, bam. And that's where we're going to go with this. And Or I just fall in love with something. But no, I'm never going to force what I want on my clients. Yeah. I hope it rubs off, but like, you know, no, you know no. 
For sure. I totally understand that. But at the same time, I'm sure you give suggestions. Yeah. 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 Right. I, right. I, and again, I hate even saying this out loud, but I don't have to do a lot of design edits. Like when I do my That's final design presentation, it's usually like, love it. Let's do it. You know? And, yeah. and then the other, the other question I have for an interior designer is, um, do you then work with a buyers or is it the people meeting? Like, if you're like, you know, what would look good here? Or, you know, do you then like, for lack of a better term, go shopping with people to be, to pick out pieces and things like that? Yeah. So sometimes it just depends on the client and like where their involvement level is. Um, like we were just talking about this tonight, like with things like a couch, like what I think is comfortable might not be what you think is comfortable. So it's really hard to purchase a couch. Sure. Yeah. So what I do is, um, you know, with my job, it's a hundred percent procurement. So I, you know, I get, grab the funds and make funds. We buy every, I buy everything. And then it, you know, goes to a receiver or wherever your home. And then it gets installed on our date when everything's done. So like, it's a process, right? Um, and yeah, like sometimes, you know, you can go to like market, right? So like high point market, Las Vegas market, these are for designers to go to and do their purchasing if they want to. Um, you know, like I can go just fall in love with a piece and just buy it and just find that client for it, you know, but it's going to be in my warehouse or my storage or wherever, um, for a while until I yeah. find that client, you know, do I want to sit on it? No, not necessarily. So you have to like try to build a design around things that you love and like, I have the perfect client. Um, if you are going to market and you have like a client, if you're doing a whole home, it's a great time where you could bring a client to market um and just kind of go with things together um i do bring clients locally we shop furniture furnishings locally at some places um again it's just reading reading the client some clients want to be completely hands-off and and they're like just do it and then some want to be completely like with you every step of the way um and i'm usually fine with either um right you know, it it it, it and it's it's nice sometimes when you have the like the hands off clients, and it's nice when you have the buddy to go shopping with. You know, like it's. Sure. I like both. I don't really have a preference, um, but lately I've just been doing a ton of design just from my laptop. So you know, here at home, so it's just you know, there's a lot of just it's just. However, the cookie crumbles. Sorry, guys. I need some water. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you're fine. But um, as far as how we do it and how i should like read you like you're you're setting up a new space i would jeff because you just moved in i would yeah. suggest you live there for a while before yeah. you, unless you have like unless you're like a me and i know exactly what i want to see when i walk in it's different but for most people right. i'm like yo give it time because you will right. start to develop like what you're gonna think you want like how this house works for you how that space works for you what's not working so all that like just give it time yeah i mean you know like some of the things i'm put, putting around hanging out things like that um or that we are because my wife has a say too um, is, um <laughs> as as we're doing it it's like i guess for now that you know the thing is that when you do a for now thing all of a sudden it's a year later and it's like oh yeah right it's, oh, it's kind of like i have, I don't, I have a client yeah. that it's for okay. now it was 12 years later so right. like <laughs> 12 years later you know like well it's good for no, now totally. 12 years later you know and um 
no, I don't like you are happy and content when you are in a, a, a space that feels like home. Right. Yeah. And so, you sure. know, we moved around a lot in the army and my husband yeah, showed sure. that like we lived in 11 houses in 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So he said 11, he goes, um, at his retirement ceremony, he said my, over after 11 houses, my wife learned how to perfect her craft. Well, like, yeah, like, yes. you know, and whatever worked, you know, we went from living here. I went from living here in Rochester to living in Hawaii and like wow. all my like winter cozy stuff that I had that went there looked like stupid in a freaking right. middle of the island <laughs> in the Pacific, you know, it's like, right. I don't think Buffalo check looks good over here. You know, like it's just, so yeah. like, um, you know, and, and just, my so my style takes and every time we moved it was like i would we would have to almost budget for like yeah i'm gonna make a lot of changes it was just like this is what works here now and so but right you know, right feel content and cozy in our home i had to do that um because that was important to me it's not important to everybody and i get that but that was important to me and my family and then and my kids re recognize it they're always like oh i love this mom you know this is great my kid my boys love pink they're like, yeah. bring in the pink, mom, do it. <laughs> it's like, I just, I love that they get excited about it. And, uh, oh my gosh, my kids are the best. They, my, my oldest, even on its Instagram handle was like in his bio, it's like, check out my mom's interior design business. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. What a sweetheart. Uh, it's, I love having the kids and like, you know, when they champion through, they don't always love coming around job sites with me because it gets boring for them and i tried i'm like come on and they're like oh it's good for 45 minutes they really like it and then they're like oh my god when can we get lunch when are you taking me home so <laughs> that's true life so that's one life. of the things we do one of the things we do towards the end of the um episode is we ask some questions to people that are generic across the board right for us and it, um so one of the, so here's a couple questions and some of them have nothing to do with design, actually. In fact, right. so the first question is, if you had to choose one cuisine that you would have for the rest of your life, whether it be Mexican, Italian, Japanese, Chinese, whatever, what would it be? Mediterranean. I oh, my God. It. This is so funny. I Greek love food. it. <laughs> Greek wow. food. Yeah. Okay, for, for Sarah, for, for those who have not caught up on all of the episodes, this is a very popular response. Oh, really? Jeff can't stand it. And it's my favorite. I love Mediterranean food so much. But it's so funny. He's like, I don't so get it, but people, so many people. I have never heard so many people choose Mediterranean. I would have never guessed it. And it's one of the one of the cuisines I actually don't I don't want to say I don't like it. I just don't care for it. But like it's all it seems like it's almost like an inside joke. Are you all talking to each other? <laughs> I, I would say, like, you know, I, I'm i Italian, and, of course, like, I love Italian food, but, like, yes. I, would go, I would go Mediterranean, though, like, any day of the week. Give me any Greek food you want, and then, or Spanish food, Spanish wine, even, like, all that. Wow. And then, oh, Manchego you know, cheese. I could really go for some Manchego cheese. Some Manchego, yeah. What the heck um, is Manchego cheese? It's so, Jeff, it's so good. No. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I feel like missed the bus somewhere on these like yeah. these the these heightened tastes like i'm yeah. like 
what happened to ragu like <laughs> hey <laughs> hey jeff you're jewish you're talking to two italian girls we don't do ragu. right <laughs> wait wait katie it's been so yeah. long but what was your answer what or what would be your answer today for a cuisine today my answer yeah. might be a lot of things but i <laughs> i really really love i love thai food and sushi i know they're okay. two separate things but like no no i like like fusion stuff yeah i, I like i love korean as well i love like the bagogi okay. i even like kimchi i like all that stuff. oh i love kimchi yeah <laughs> who's she <laughs> oh my god you don't want to know you'll definitely not like it yeah but it's fermented okay. cabbage just fermented for you. Cabbage. oh god it's delicious it's so good raw cabbage right, well, i'm, I'm gonna remind the delicious. listeners that mine mine is still mexican i love mexican food well mexican food is stick, so good i love mexican margarita. Food. but i will admit something today my dad uh and i went out for indian food and mm. he was really looking forward to it. And I used to eat Indian food, but I haven't been there many, many years, probably over a decade. This is awful to say, but it is a true story. And my dad will, if he listens, will vouch for this. We walked in, I had to walk right back out because I almost threw up from the smell. The, it was I love so curry pungent. so much. <laughs> it was so pungent. I was I was ready for the experience. I, I So then he's like, do you wanna? So then I sat inside with him, but wore a mask um because it's it's acceptable it's acceptable <laughs> but also it, it muted the the smell i kept trying not to i was so nauseous from the smell i didn't eat a thing oh, no. so if i yeah so anyways that's a long story to get back oh, to mediterranean we digress well with curry yeah. i have a love hate like it makes me cough yeah. like i think i have an allergy yeah. to it it makes me cough like uncontrollable I, I will it. say I, I prefer I prefer I love a Thai curry. I'm not yes. as I was just gonna fan. say I love Thai yeah, curry. Yeah, I I actually I'm with you. Like on the Indian curries, I can't get into it as much. But I a Thai curry, I'll take it any any day. Wait, but have you ever actually like just walked into something and smelled something and walked right back? Like I literally was like, gotta go. Yeah, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, you know, and there are people and they're like eating, and I also noticed as they're eating, they're like wiping their brow. Yeah, they're sweating from it. So that, like, that, like, watching that and smelling that, I'm like, where the freak am I? I feel like I'm in a third world country. So uh, and my my oldest son can't eat rice. Rice makes him vomit. Like, it's oh my so gosh, really? No, I love rice. Yes. Wow, I get it. It's like instantaneous, and then like one time like two like this. Like we don't have them around here, but down in Texas they have like payway, which is like a PF Chang's like. But payway yeah. is more like the the fast. Yeah, pay your way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's like a Chipotle um, PF chain. All right. But they call there we that, go. They call it like something fast food. Anyway, he he had rice and it was just like steamed rice and like like oh. and I'm like whoa who who and but but the worst of it all is we did hibachi and we took it home. Oh no. And I'm like, just try some of the fried rice. Just try it. And this is like, on the hibachi in front of 20 people. All the food that was just prepared oh. was now gone. Like, I do love, I do oh. love hibachi. So oh, hibachi is so oh, good. Oh yeah, hibachi is so good and again fresh. No. Wait. So, so here's another question for you. Totally different. If you could travel in, well, first of all, I've learned to ask this through our many episodes. 
Um, if you could travel in time, would you? Mm. Yeah, I would. Go I used back to say, to okay, because I used to say if you could go travel in time, would you go backwards or forwards? Somebody once said I wouldn't do it at all. So now that's I've right. That I do remember. Do it that. Yeah, yeah. So you said you would go. You would visit the past. Yeah, I don't like. Okay. Listen, life is fragile. I don't need to go to the future. Like every day is a gift. I'm good with it day by day. Um, I love that. And so that's me. But I feel like oh, I would totally go back. I don't know when though. I can't tell you that. Like well, when, when and where? Oh, this is tough. Like in your own life or just anything, Jeff? Yeah, or the historical. In my own life or like anywhere, anytime. In my own anywhere. life. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess, I guess I would go. This is so hard for me. This is like asking me what my favorite color is. Cause I'm like going through What's like, your favorite color. No, no I can't answer that. <laughs> I know. All the, the rainbow. <laughs> geranium. I like all the colors yeah. of the geraniums. So yeah. There you um, go. Right. <laughs> oh God. I would probably go. <sighs> you know what I'm going to say? I think I want to go to like China or somewhere like, and just see what the dynasty life was like. I actually would like to yeah. go back uh, and and see the civilization that they had and yeah. architecture and all that. And I, I've never, it's never really been on my bucket list, but I feel like I've been to Europe. We lived in Europe. Like I kind of know what medieval Europe looked like, you know, there's castles yeah. everywhere. I kind of had kind of had that luxury. Um, so I'm gonna say China. Wow. What? Yeah. Oh, back cool. back in the dynasty. Back, like, you mean? back in like the the freaking Ming dynasty. I don't know. Wow. I'm gonna go far. That's, that's so cool. That's that's a, you know what, Sarah? Time. I gotta tell you, that's a very that's a Sarah choice. I like this. I like this a lot. I couldn't have predicted it, but it is a very Sarah Harrison choice. What did you think I would say? I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm like Ming Dynasty, something where it's like yeah, I love it. China, like I want. That's a great answer. I see the colors and the and the architecture. Yes, that's a great answer. Um, if you had to say, if you had to pick three inspirational people in your life, who would you pick? Who would you Boy. choose? Yeah, there, I start off with the food, and then I get to the harder ones. <laughs> Don't make me cry. No, um, I. No. It, it really is my family. And I will say, like, I don't have, I don't feel like I have heroes. Like, I don't hero worship people so much so, but more than I respect them, right? And, or I love watching it the way that they navigate challenges, you know? Um, so, I mean, it's so, so cliche. I can't narrow it down to three. It's so hard, but it's like, it's definitely my family. Like, I take something from my father of just being uh, head to the grindstone and just creating a business. And I just like, now that I have my own, I just respect that so much. And I just, he's my go-to for questions. Like I so lucky to have, and he's, he's also like a career coach and a business coach. So like, I'm so lucky that I have him. Yeah. Um, and my for partner, sure. and, um, I, I have to say like, Well, my son, Jack, he's my son, Jack, I haven't talked about in the podcast, but he's, yeah, he has, he has a brain tumor and he is, he was diagnosed at six. It's an inoperable 
It's non-cancerous, yeah. but it's in a place where you can't touch it. Um, it was yeah. it's strength with chemotherapy. So this is like challenges we've gone through. Um, and watching him go through it with grace and um yeah. I mean it's it, it's my kid, right? Like yeah, yeah. But I yeah. would say I think like we everyone in this household, we all look at him that way. Like he is he's special. Like there's I don't know yeah, how and, that's and, what he does. And Sarah and Sarah, there's there's been look at like th there's been so many times where I've seen you post about you know Jedi Jack and uh, and and how amazing he is but you know he also not but and he gets that from you and Eric I mean you guys must exude positivity and grace and love and peace and trust and faith and all those things because that's he's 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 following your example right like yeah, it's I'm just sure. his personality wise sure. he's, like, he's my mini me like it is like oh my gosh but he's he's like me but he's he's beyond what i ever was at his age as far as the way he can talk to anyone no matter what their age if they're you know two years old or if they're 98 years old like he can he just has a way with people that i admire mm -hmm. So yeah, maybe he's more of my hero than, you know, I, I will lead on, but like, you know, I say I don't have heroes, but he definitely probably is. Yeah. Every every day. Sure. Every day That's amazing. You know? and don't, not every day is perfect. Right. It's also, he's also just my kid too, but, um, not every day is perfect, but it is, I, again, when you go through a, having a sick child or any type of loss or any type of um challenge health challenge like this like you have a new perspective on life and so yeah um, i really do not have any time in my life to sweat the small stuff yeah, i yeah. don't do that i don't even have time for any sort of drama like i don't put right. it in i don't i don't flock to it like i'm just like nope um, life is precious. It is unpredictable. Um, have gratitude and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. And that's just well, like, that is, that's, that's all we can awesome. do. That's awesome. Thank you. Um, finally, um, hopefully it won't be until 200 years from now, but what would you like to be remembered for? Mm -hmm. Colors. No. <laughs> color. no, I sound like I'm poor. Color. Um, no, I think I just want to be remembered for how I make people feel and um, for being good energy around them. And, um, you know, the what's it? The Beatles, my mom always says this like, in the end, um, yes. the love you take is equal to the love you make. And it's like, yes. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That is fantastic. I'm so glad you said that. That hit me right. That's yeah. that's that's I'm Great a huge Beatles, Beatles right? person. So yeah. True. I love it. Like just be a positive light, you know, when as much as you can. And um, you know, just keep moving and just pick people up along the way and spread joy i mean that's all we can do that's the best life we can have yeah i watched that with my son like what he does i mean 
We don't know what his future is. It's very unpredictable with a diagnosis like that. Um, but like, man, he freaking lives it every day. And um, so do I. So yeah. just yeah. live yeah. it. Well, and- one, one, you know, I, I, I met you about an hour ago now. And the one thing that the, the audience can't see, although we can see, is the one thing they, ha- they won't be able to see is that you have had a smile on your face for 60 minutes. <laughs> And um, it's yes. And it is just, you know, I, I like Katie said, and, you know, I'm not Facebook friends with you, but I will be soon because I'll awkwardly send you a friend request <laughs> is, um, is the fact that like you must um, have you, you just even the 60 minutes, you have this very positive, infectious energy. And like I've all I've done is just at one point I'm like, oh, right, I'm doing this. I'm not watching it. So, you know, it's just kind of like, I just, I just thank you for bringing that energy, not just tonight, but into the world. Thank you. And like, totally. it's just like, you know, I just, um, it's been, it's, it's been a real pleasure talking to you and yeah, we've been off for a few, <laughs> oh, well, well, hey, that's what I did, mm-hmm. you know, we've been yeah. off for a few weeks because like Katie was busy and I was busy. Then we both quit our jobs and, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and then I moved cities. So like this is the first of like the next chapter of our podcast, and I honestly couldn't have asked for a better person to start up our podcast again with. And just yeah. thank you for being you and being a part of this. Oh, we thank you, Sarah. Call. You guys are so sweet. Thank you for having me on and letting me talk. I know, like maybe there'll be a part two someday, and we'll talk about. Oh other yeah, things, would love it. Would love yeah, it. Definitely. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Jeff, we're now besties. Like, you thank you for yeah, hitting yeah, of the course. And, of like, course. You know, I'm expecting that friend request like in a minute. And, <laughs> I, uh, um, the the selfish part of this podcast is I get new friends, but also like new talents. Like now I know an interior designer, I know a photographer, I know a life coach, I know a lawyer, which is yeah, that's right. probably the best one. So yeah. um, <laughs> um no, this has been so interesting and like um I, I really, you know, hope all of our listeners that are listening right now, uh, or after I put this out there, um, just feel the same energy I've been able to pick up on this entire time. It's just like you said, you spread joy and try to lift people up. I was actually like, like really tired when we started, but now I feel like I could just like go do anything. You've really inf- you can you go know, design a room. Me with some positive energy, right? I'm going to go yeah. design a room. It's just, you know, positivity, right? It's just like, right. spread it. <laughs> like, well, I'm going to say to my wife, I'm going to be like, Sarah said I could put up all my posters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm not going to get in trouble with that. <laughs>